Welcome back to Exes and Allies Unfiltered. I'm your host, Marissa. What up? So, today's podcast is going to be about moving on from your ex or leaving a relationship that you really ain't in, I guess? Like a situation ship? A situation ship? Yeah. Can you elaborate on it? Um, it's like you're in a relationship but you're not like it's not committed like you you move like you're in a relationship but you ain't really in a fucking relationship don't want to be in it people like it fuck it it's pointless well some people have like multiple situationships where they don't want to commit they're just pretty much just you know fucking around man I'll get it I'll get into that later so, when it came to, like, you and your ex and, like, you and me, what were some of the struggles that you dealt with when it came to, like, you moving on? This is hard for me to speak on because, um, I did something unhealthy where I stayed until I hated the person. So, once it was over, it was real easy for me to move, like, get over it not get over it because trauma but I didn't want to be back with the people I am no longer with really so what advice would you give people that are struggling with like leaving a situation or like still living with a person that they really don't want to be with um what I would always tell myself is my life is going to be better without them. Like, I'm not losing anything for my future without this person. Like, if I can be, if I know I could be happy without you, I shouldn't be with you. And see, I think, because you were never the one to leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for some people that want to leave, because, like, one of my homies, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's in what it seems to be like a situational shit. Like, they have a home together, they have kids together, and it's it's just hard for that person to leave and find a way out. But I feel like you, you have to find a way out of that situation or else it's just going to prolong like, I don't think there's no not being together, but living under the same roof together. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a situationship. Just a fucking relationship that someone doesn't want to be in. Or sh- shouldn't want to be in. I don't know. Uh, but, there, I mean, there's valid reasons, you know, on why people want to leave. Whether it's adultery... Whether it's verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional, financial. Like, I think there's a lot. But I have learned, like, from a doctor, not the doctor I've seen, but they broke down how a relationship should start. And it starts with a friendship. You're getting to know this person. And when you get to know this person, 
you get to trust this person a little bit. The more you get to trust them, the more you can rely on them for things. And then through this person, like you relying on them or vice versa, them relying on you for something, then that just makes that trust go up more. And then fourthly is that commitment. It's just like, I can rely on this person to be there for me no matter what. You Mm -hmm. know, trust goes up. Now I'm committed to this person. That's where that loyalty comes in. And then fifth, last thing that you want to introduce is physical touch. Because I feel like a lot of people will either jump in that physical touch, end up in a situational ship. You know what I'm saying? It's called a situation ship. A situation ship, a fuck ship, whatever you want to call it. Or they rely on this person for something without trusting this person, without really knowing this person. Maybe physical gets introduced, but the commitment, the trust, and the knowing who this person really is never truly gets established. And I feel like you have to have those in order to get that strong relationship with the person. So with that being said, what is your opinion and advice on moving on from a relationship? Man, you just, you have to get out of whatever situation you're in, whether it's you moving out or the other person moving out, or if it, I mean, there's, I think that there's a lot that goes into play. I think if you're still fucking, like, it's going to be hard. And I hate to say that, but that whole saying that I said in a previous podcast to get over somebody, you got to get under somebody. There's some semi truth to that. In my opinion, that's if you have to have sex. Not everybody has to be fucked or fuck. This is true. This is true. But I think it helps some people break a connection Especially if they started off with a physical relationship. and So, your advice is to have a situationship to get over somebody? No, 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 no. But didn't you just say you shouldn't start something physical from the start? But your advice is to, <laughs> if you're going to get over someone, get I under said, someone else. I said that there is some truth to that. I, for certain people, I think there is some truth to that. For me, for me, it's it's just time, man. Time of getting an old person. Like, if you cool with people, I mean, just conversation with it, another individual. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't like the whole getting under somebody to get over somebody because I do believe that that messes with the pair bonding when it comes to a future relationship because something that is supposed to be sacred within a relationship, you know, (laughs) when, when, when you do it with a lot of people just willingly, then it's just, to me, it's just like, this is just an act. Like this is just a, a satisfaction thing. And I 
think it loses a little bit of its specialty, you know? Like, this individual is just like, this isn't nothing special. It's almost like a chore. And it's been, it's been described that way to me from other people. Like, it just, it sometimes it just feels like a chore. What, fucking? Yeah. Then you're with the wrong fucking person. I ain't saying me. I'm not but, saying yeah. you either, damn, yeah, if I, the shoe fits, though. <laughs> I kind of do agree with the to get over someone, get under someone, but not like... I don't think it'll make you get over that person. I think it will maybe distract you while you're getting over someone. I don't think that does the trick. But I'm all for a good situationship after a serious relationship. Because one, it's a distraction. And you don't want a full-blown fucking relationship when you get out of a serious long-term relationship. I mean, yeah, that's true. But you could have di- different situationships, too. Like, I know I've had people come to me and, hell, they just wanted time and conversation. And I gave them that. And that was it. And it's just like, damn. You know? Yeah. It doesn't always have to be fucking. But I think when it comes to that you also got to be mindful, I guess, of the other person's feelings. Like, does this other person know that, hey, you know, this time and energy that you're putting in right now is just temporary? Is it like this this sexual relationship that we're having is just temporary? There's no feelings actually being reciprocated. Well, I don't... Because that, I think just if the cause... other person doesn't know, if the other person doesn't know, I think that they can take that the wrong way. No, yeah, I'll be honest about it, but it doesn't mean that there's no feelings. Like, you can start something with feelings, you just know you're not ready for a fucking relationship, so if they expect more out of you, that's on them. Yeah, but I think feelings is a feelings is a weird thing. Feelings are definitely fleeting. And I say that because I knew a certain individual whom had very many partners and had zero feelings connected to any of the people. It was just an act that they did for their own gratification. And it's just like... Me, personally, I can be on that. Yeah. I hear you. That person I know personally, and I can tell that it definitely messed up their pair bonding. Like, they just, the act itself with that person, like, when it, when in a relationship I mean it's cool but getting on that deeper emotional level it's just I think difficult with that person um I I I don't know I don't know how to feel about that because I think 
having a lot of partners while you're young, in your 20s, fucking do that shit. Why wouldn't you? Like, so you're saying in your 20s instead of going out and fucking just being young, you should be in a relationship, a serious relationship if you want to fuck? No, no, no. Like, hey, people, I'm not saying... I think if you're, like, middle-aged or, like, hitting, like, 50 and you still are fucking everyone with a... Or got a kid or two. Or got a couple kids and you're still slinging it. (laughs) Then that's probably a problem. But if you're in your 20s, even your fucking 30s, like, okay. (laughs) And you don't have any kids, like... I think everyone's situation's different, for sure. I mean, yeah, it definitely is dependent on the person. And it's really just finding your person. Yeah. It's really just finding your person, because it will be special to that person one day when they find their person. Maybe it's just not special with that, with a person, because that's not their person. 50, 60, 70, 80 plus people. That's on them, dude. Like... If you know this and you have a problem with it and you're still fucking that person, that's on you. If you feel some type of way about someone's body count, then you're insecure. I have... I've had a partner that had a high body count before. And... I mean, at first, it kind of bothered me. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm with this person. You know what I'm saying? But do like, you wish a mental mindset that I had a hurdle and set that pride to the side because it's just like I wasn't out here in the streets like that, but I'm not gonna judge you because now we in a relationship and you ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Would you have rather not known like the true body count? Because you know people say like a woman's body count times that by something else like three yeah times it by three whatever the number she told you um yeah man i i prefer prefer honesty it's like i said you know those five things getting to know a person if you get to know that person and y'all are honest with each other then you have the trust the commitment the loyalty the reliance you know all that comes into play and i think that's a big factor because I would hate to lie to my partner and be like, ah, oh, nah, you know, baby, you like two or three. And then it's just like, all of a sudden, later on down the road, we see somebody in public, and they come up, and they're just like, hey, you know? It's just like, how you doing? And it's like, oh, fuck. It turns out I slept with this person before. But you, you're like, okay, was that like one of the one or two? And then, like, later on, you hear about this one, that one. It's just like, okay, this body count's going higher than what you said then i think that dishonesty when it comes out because what is done in dark comes light that dishonesty that you did at the beginning fucks up the trust for the relationship oh yeah i think question it i think you should definitely be honest and if your partner gets insecure then they get fucking insecure like they could stay or they could go But I think it's funny when men talk shit about women having a high body count. Like, I think the fact that 
their partner could get more dick than they could get pussy is kind of embarrassing and that's why they get all insecure not because she's been ran through but because she can get people and you can't not you but like you know what i mean like the man like i think it's more an insecurity thing in that type of way than a jealous kind of way because if they could have fucked 50 people, I guarantee you they would have fucked 50 people. Now, I got a question. Do you think that your body count also represents the standard of which you hold yourself at? Because I've denied several encounters. And I could have had a higher body count. I could have double, tripled my shit. But I denied that shit because it's just like... I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be known for this. I wouldn't say that. I would, I, I think it's just all on your journey. Like life is short, but it's a lot lived. You go on your own personal journey. Like, yeah, in your twenties, if you want to go party and fuck 50 people, go fuck 50 people. That doesn't mean when you get in a serious relationship in your thirties, that should be held against you. You know what I mean? Like if, like you know better than anyone people change their mindsets change so if someone's being honest with you and saying like yeah this is my body count i was crazy back in the day are you gonna hold that against that person that's in front of you now definitely not but i guess i don't guess i would say that you are correct in this i don't think it's a reflection of that person and how they hold themselves because you're correct it was in the past because this is like you look at my past i don't have the best past like my journey was gangs and trap houses other people's journeys is bodies you know what i'm saying like going out to clubs and like i was never a big club person i went to a few house parties clubs wasn't my thing you know what i'm saying Hooking up up with strangers wasn't my thing. I think unless you're fucking St. Joseph himself, there's no fucking way anyone can judge anyone. And that's that shit. I know someone who's with someone who acts like they're a fucking saint. And he puts her down for her, her past, which was just her being young, wild, and fucking free. Like before kids like just living her fucking life and he acts like she's the biggest fucking whore in town and it's just disgusting like that she was young it's just like you like you were an alcoholic if people were still calling you an alcoholic if people were still like oh he's he drinks a lot wouldn't that make you feel some type of way because you're not like that anymore man my mama do that <laughs> I, I, if i have one beer it's all oh, man here we go again i'm like here yo calm down calm but down. isn't it annoying though and imagine having a partner like that mm-hmm. if every time you picked up a drink they're like what are you doing you fucking alcoholic <laughs> I, I did have a partner like that at one point couldn't even have a drink on occasion but no, yeah. I don't know. So go be a slut, you guys. 
if you're not looking for a relationship and that's something you want to do, then yeah, do it. But I think a lot of people's journeys is different. I think you're worried about people who are sleeping around and having situationships and stuff like that. And wanting a relationship, just not with the people that they're having them with. I think that's a difficult thing, is stopping the situational ship or a situation ship, whatever the heck. If you say situational ship again. That bullshit, like getting out of that or having them and also wanting to be in a relationship with somebody, but none of the people that you're involved with. I think you make things so much messier than they actually are. Like, sure, those things happen, but I think as long as you know what you want, it could be kosher. It could be good. Like, if you're having situationships and then you find someone that makes you not want to, then you will cut those other people off and be in a relationship. I think if you're in multiple situationships and you're kind of toggling back and forth on if you want to be committed then you don't really want to be fucking committed because i really really think once you find the person there's going to be no fucking question no i'm saying okay say me right say i'm talking to this this female and she's like oh yeah you know i'm just i'm hooking up with this dude and i still live with this dude even though we're not together and i really like you and like i want to get to know you and maybe pursue a relationship with you but they continue on with their situationships while trying to get to know me it's just like i'm not gonna take this seriously no that's what i'm saying and i mean if they told you like hey i still live with this guy why would you continue to entertain it is my question if you know you want to be in a relationship or you're working towards a relationship, you're starting this off by talking to someone who lives with their ex. But what if they're trying to get out of that? Well, then hit me up when you get out of that. What you mean? Ain't no fucking way I'm going to be fighting for your attention with the man you live with. Because you're never going to be the first. This person's with her every day. Are with them every day. And you're what over the phone trying to meet up? You're never first. So when when you move out, when you get your shit together, hit me up. Because in the meantime, I'm not gonna be secondary priority. Fuck you. And if they have fucking kids, you're further down the fucking list. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, fuck that. So going, going, getting out of, away from this and going to getting over exes, because I'm not going to lie, I, there are times where my ex will cross my mind. Mm-hmm. Where like when I see her, whenever I pick up my daughter, it's just like, sometimes I'm like, damn, I kind of miss this person. But I don't think I necessarily miss them as much as I miss the idea of them, you know? Yes, I think that's a good point because that was very hard for me in our relationship. It's I've built up this whole future with you. You know what I mean? Like, 
I know I know what could be if both parties just fucking acted right. If both parties were mentally fucking stable, if there was trust. Like I I could imagine in my head us just being a happy fucking family forever and growing old with this person, having grandchildren with this fucking person. So I know what you mean. That is very hard to let go of. But that's just something that kind of fades as time goes on, I think. For me, that's what happened. It just kind of floated away. Because once you realize, I think that comes back to your self-worth, honestly. Like, knowing you have a person out there that is going to be that for you, it's just not this person. Yeah. And I think that's my thing is like when I have those moments, because they're rare, but when I do have them, I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. And then I got to sit there and remind myself like of the whole relationship and like what it was, what happened, how all the shit played out, the lies and shit. And remind myself like that ain't never going to be no matter what, like, that ain't ever going to be something. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I literally made a list. <laughs> God damn. I made a list because that was a very big deal for me because for me, I stuck it out through, I stuck it out. As as far as I could stick it out, I stuck it out. So a lot of damage was done, but a lot of good memories were also fucking made. Like, we, we were a family, so for me, I would also have those moments where I'd be like, fuck, like, like, that's really hard to let go of. So I wrote a fucking list. I wrote a list of every shitty thing you did <laughs> and how you made me feel. And I made a list of what I want my future to look like. And I realized I can have that future by myself. I think for me it was, um, it was, it was realizing I can have a future by myself because for a long time I thought I needed a fucking relationship. I needed a man to be, to be happy, to grow old with, and I don't. So just realizing you don't fucking need that, really. Yeah, I gotta agree. Because, I mean... I think what a lot of people tend to do is that they look for somebody that is good for their image. And I and I shared this on my Instagram. Like they look for somebody that's good for their image, good for their bank account, somebody that makes their family happy, you know, whatever the case is, but that last one, the last one got me. It was you need to find somebody that fulfills you mentally and emotionally. And they underline emotionally. And I and I was like, fuck, man, like there's a lot there's a lot behind that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you had that partner that is there for you when you're broke, you know what I mean? Or you're struggling with something. But they got your back and they're helping you out mentally and like whenever you feel like everything's gone emotionally and they're just there to be like, nah, like you got this and boost you up. And it's just like, that's some good shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
I know you feeling some type of way because you was riding for me, you know, back then and hustling with me in the trenches. But well, even I think, though you was doing that for me, I know that I wasn't doing that for you. No, yeah. And and that and that door got to swing both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It has to be both ways. Because at this point, like, one party's wasting their fucking energy they could be giving to someone that appreciates it. That reciprocates it back. But not only that, but appreciates it. Yeah. Like, realizes that. Like, you're not being this bomb-ass partner for someone who doesn't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Because I... (laughs) Carla, you know, I I live the life that you lived. And that's yeah. why I'm always telling you, like, yo, I'm sorry for how that shit was. Because now I know exactly how that shit felt. And, like, we also got into it recently about this podcast. Because I get on here and I say my opinions and I say what people should shouldn't do when it comes to relationships. If it's my opinion, it's my opinion. But when it comes to the fundamentals of a relationship and having a healthy one, I stand by that 10 toes down. And I feel like that goes with any relationship, even though myself, I don't have a relationship right now. I don't have a good track record with them. Life is about living and learning. And as long as you learn from your mistakes and you grow like, Hey, next relationship I get in, like, exactly what I'm doing if this person doesn't want to take part in that friendship stage you know what I mean getting to really know each other mm-hmm. and they're just wanting to get physical right off the bat or wanting to rely on me for shit without establishing trust like relying on me for money or a place to live whatever the case may be like I ain't taking no part in it man because I don't believe that that's how a relationship can get started. That's how a situation should get started. Yeah. Not a relationship. And I say that because, again, through my failed stuff, I have learned. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I definitely know what you mean. I think we all go through that. I think, I think it's so crazy when people are with each other from, like, fucking high school and we know we know people who have been together since high school and they're like in their 40s and 50s and still riding that concept is crazy to me because because couldn't be me couldn't have been me like i learned so much from my long-term relationships that were in high school and I know my next relationship is going to be fucking great because now I know my faults. I know how to navigate my feelings, how to talk to people. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Not only that, but I think you also learn what you want and don't want from a partner. Oh, yeah. Well, what I will accept and not accept. Yeah. Like how things in the beginning can be so minuscule and turn into a big problem yeah like if we're in the beginning and you brush off my feelings like they're fucking nothing and i'm just like 
oh, whatever, like, he's not emotional, he doesn't do feelings. No, that's a problem. Because if it's something small like, don't call me this, or don't talk to me like that, or, you know, when they're like, oh, you're being dramatic, bye, page, like, been there, done that, not doing that again, moving on. And that goes to that, finding somebody that can emotionally and mentally fulfill you. Yeah, for sure. But, man, I'm kind of upset at that last podcast. Why? What about? That part where you you were like, you're a love, love person. Because I do love, love, man. I love, love to death. Oh, yeah. But. Until you get bored. No, it's not that I get bored. I think I just, I struggle a lot. But now, I'm just, I'm just here to love everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> not in that way, but it'd be dope to find a partner that also loved everybody. Like, in a biblical sense. Mm, sure. I'm sure you'll find your person. I think you look too hard sometimes, though. Nah, I, I really believe, like, once you stop looking, it's going to show up. That's the thing. I ain't, ain't looking. I've been I've been looking for God. That's about it. I've been spending time with my kids, outdoors. I've just been enjoying life, man. That's what you got to do. Like, you got to be happy by your fucking self. That's what, it, that's what I've been working on. Like, I am content and happy, and I know I can have a fulfilled life with just me and my kids. And if someone comes along and adds to that, great. If they don't, also great. Like, because I'm going to have everything I want, and then some with or, with or without someone. Bro, I think two... They gotta be okay with me being a fucking giver, but they also can't be a selfish taker. You know, and I think I'm I'm better managed with that when it came to my time, because I know I understand how important it is to give your partner your time. But like, you look at today for instance, I just so happen to get blessed with a bunch of sneakers for kids, men, toddlers. And, like, I just want to give that shit away. Like, I can sell it and make a fuck ton of money, but I just, it wasn't in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd rather give that shit away to somebody who want it or need it. Just, I think you just need someone that's very understanding. Man, I, I, I'm not going to bullshit. I got a big heart. I just, I've had that hole locked away, put on ice, and this, this being out of this relationship that I just got out of, it's like I can finally open that bitch back up. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, I, I think, free. I think also in your past relationships, you've been trying to please the other person more than just being yourself. And I think now that you're single and you're not just people pleasing, basically, you're figuring out who you are and you're 
who you want to be, who you want to be remembered as, because the past you is not who you want to be remembered as by your kids or by fucking anybody. Man, I'm so glad you said that because that was a big thing was we communicated a lot. Mm -hmm. And one issue I had in my past relationship was she, she had an issue with certain things I was doing. So I switched them up to accommodate what she was asking of me. And that wasn't enough. And then it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And later on in the relationship, it was just like, I want you to do all these things. And I had to tell this person, like, I was doing that at the beginning, but you didn't want that. You asked me to do this. And then you asked me to do this and be this. And it just kept on going. I'm like, so you want me to go back to just being myself? Right. And they're like, yeah, just be yourself. And I'm like, cool, I can do that. And but again, like, that was me trying to please somebody that I was never going to please. That's and also, I just didn't recognize it. That's a big thing for a lot of people in relationships. Like, you start off as yourself, and then with people pleasing, you're molding yourself. They're trying to mold you into who they want you to be. And at the end of it all, like you're not even your fucking self anymore. They just created created who they want. And I think that's what you're getting out of. You're getting back into just what Tyler wants, who Tyler is, what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, I think it's just finding somebody that not just accepts me for me, but... But loves it. Yeah, appreciates that shit, man. No, like, yeah. like appreciate we gonna be late because I'm gonna push this car out the street for these people. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, appreciate. Like, yeah, I know we struggling a little bit. You know, financially right now, and I got a bunch of shit we can make money on. I just feel like giving that shit away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I've always been a type, like even sleeping in the car, like whatever it is, having holes in my shoes, whatever the fuck it was. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had money to go buy new shoes or buy clothes, fucking get a spot, but I just choose not to because I don't see the value in that. I've just I've never seen the value in materialistic shit, but the way I see it is like I still got shelter, I still got shoes, I still got clothes. There's people out there that got a fuck ton less than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even with the clothes, what little clothes I got, shit, someone needs a shirt off my back, take it. You need these holy shoes because you ain't got nothing, take it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I just got to find a partner that is down for shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because I believe, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say, I guess you could call it karma. I, I've always teeter-tottered on whether it's karma or just God, you know what I'm saying? Like, do good, good will happen. You know, do bad, bad will happen. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that's such a big part of moving on as well. Just, just picturing the person you want in your life. Like, someone who does just love you for all your flaws. Not even... I wouldn't say those are flaws that you're talking about, but all your quirks. 
Like someone is gonna love you so hard. And that and once you once you realize that that's out there, like that is going to happen for you. Looking at the people you used to be with and them not accepting you for who you are, changing you, I think that's super easy. Like it becomes easier once you think about it like that. And see, I think it's, I think it's harder for people like myself that are people pleasers that try to make those people happy because we tend to just put our shit on the back burner. <clears throat> yeah. Whether it's making your partner happy, your family happy, your friends happy, like when are you gonna put your shit first? Oh yeah, for sure. That's why I love where I'm at right now. Because you couldn't pay me to be a people pleaser at this point in my life. Like I have goals, I know what I want, I know the type of person I want. And I'm not diminishing myself in any sense for a man, period. And people, like you've said, will call me a bitch or call me difficult or just think of it as a negative thing. I don't see it as a negative thing at all because at the end of the day, I want my daughter to hold the same hold herself the same exact fucking way. I don't want her to be a people pleaser. I want her to be kind, but I don't want her to change herself in absolute any way to make people more comfortable, to make people happier. So people aren't calling her fucking annoying or you talk too much or you're mean. Like, no, that's just, she's just her. Yeah. She a pain in my ass, but I love her. <laughs> she's, she's a force to be reckoned with for sure. But like, I hope that doesn't change. Yeah. I hate when someone will be like, girls don't act like that. No, she acts like that and she's a fucking girl. So yes, girls do act like that. If you're not, if you're not strong enough to fucking handle it, just say that. Get out of her life. Move on. Find a weaker person. A quieter person. Like, that motherfucker talks a lot, but let someone say stop talking. No. No. We're not, we're not doing that. You just went through something like that recently with some people close to you. What? Uh, somebody's partner getting loud with them talking out of pocket yeah 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 I don't know how much I want to talk about that but but that yeah that that shit came to an end and I mean it should have because and they was in a relationship for a minute and I think everybody had high hopes but man it just goes to show like a lot of people don't understand what goes on behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if you... There was another thing I had shared on Instagram that was like, man, if I got to question it, if I have to second guess in any way, I, if I have to change, yeah. I, don't, I don't want it. Right. You know what I mean? No, I agree. And I think that these are good things that if someone is in a... What do you call it? situationship situationship like 
You fucking, you dip, man. Because I feel like in those, you lose yourself. Oh, yeah. But I also think, like, that's something you learn over time. Like, I'm not expecting fucking my, let's say, teenage sister to find a perfect relationship right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, she's going to have to learn. She's going to have to go through it. She's going to have to... I don't know. And man, Experience what you don't want. Yeah. And move the fuck on. Yeah, I ain't gonna get... I ain't gonna comment. But man... I think once you find yourself... And again, this is just one of those build relationship learning lessons. You know what I mean? You learn what you want and don't want. You learn what to look for. And I think that when a relationship ends, it's, I don't, I think when anything negative happens in your life, not even when it comes to a relationship, there's positive to come out of it. As long as you're willing to learn those lessons. Oh yeah. I agree. I, I saw this thing once where it said like, feel your sadness and be in that for a second. Like, feel all the negative shit. Just don't stay in that negative shit. Because that's when... That's when you're not learning anything. That's when you have no hope for the future. You're just staying in that negative-ass energy. And that's also something that helped me move on. Because, yes, it, it hurts when it happens. When you break up or separate or divorce... Like, that shit sucks because you spent so much time and fucking energy and love and happiness with someone. And now it's fucking over. But also, like, you can have so much fucking more in the future. I think it's almost like when you get out of a relationship that felt like you were in a cage. And then you find a person that you can be essentially free in a relationship like y'all are free together you know what i mean like i can be as emotional as i want or as giving as i want or as outgoing as i want with my partner by my side and they're encouraging it just accepts it and loves it and nourishes it y'all just run a wild and free together you know yeah bro if i (laughs) There's a comment that someone told me one time and was like, you're so loud. And that, like, kind of knocked me down for a while because I'm like, damn, am I loud? Like, am I embarrassing my people? Am I too much? And now it's just like, fuck it. Let me be the loud bitch. (laughs) Like, I'm not always fucking loud. But when I'm comfortable, when I'm around my people, a bitch might get loud. And that, and that comfortability is what you want. Like, you want it both ways. Like, you don't want to be the only one comfortable in the relationship because then it's just like, what am I doing wrong? Right. If and, I'm just sitting there in a fucking corner not saying anything and having no outgoing personality at all, like, if I can't be a little fucking stupid with you, what are we doing? If I can't, like, uh, get around and just start dancing and singing with you, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Not just with a relationship, just with family, with fucking friends. Like, 
if if I'm going to feel like I'm going to be judged for making an ugly face or singing or screaming at the top of my fucking lungs, what are we doing? And I love that I feel that way now because I just, when I was younger, really into our marriage, it wasn't until later into our relationship where I felt like I could be stupid. You know what I mean? Which is a red flag. Like, why are you with someone who you think is going to judge you, even if they don't judge you? Even if they don't say you're being weird or you're being, are you embarrassing or stuff like that? If you feel like they're going to do that shit, why are you with them? Yeah, I think, well, I think a lot of yours was trauma from the previous relationship because yeah. there was a lot in our relationship where, like, you wearing shorts, like, I always encourage you to wear shorts because yeah. you, you weren't happy with certain things. And then I'm like, you ain't got to put on no makeup, you ain't got to do no hair, like, like, yo, you want to walk around, whatever? Hey, walk around, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's so funny because, um, if you don't know, I was burned as a kid really badly on my leg, so I have ugly, disgusting scars. And in the beginning of our marriage, I was like, no, I only wore jeans all the time. Yeah. And now it's like I don't even realize that it's different in any fucking way. So... I definitely f- just found myself a lot in a relationship because you made me so comfortable. And I think maybe that's also a reason that getting over it and moving on was so hard because you're the only person. Well, no, I take that back. At the time, <laughs> <laughs> at the time, you were the only person that I knew I was comfortable around or helped me get into that comfortable stage of being myself and just saying fuck it like if I walk out of the house with no makeup no one like who cares who cares if I don't have fucking makeup on today or if I look like a slob like I have three fucking kids (laughs) and just accepting it and not setting like not setting myself up for feeling like a fucking monster so I think that's also that's also a point on moving on. Like, that shit's hard. Yeah. Like, thinking you're never going to find someone that makes you feel comfortable. But those people are out there. No. I mean, and I try to make everybody feel as comfortable as they can around me. Just because I don't like to entertain fake shit or self-conscious shit. I like, because I don't. I don't understand the reason why, because I have just never been the type to care about another person's opinions or thoughts. Right. And now I'm in that place. Like, if I can't be with an insecure ass man because I am no longer an insecure ass woman. You know what I mean? So if if I'm feeling like I think I'm the shit every day, every second, every every mood, every outfit, like. I'm, I love myself and I'm comfortable with myself. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna kind of get the ick and get turned off with someone who is not like that. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna, I will hype you up. I will be your hype woman for sure. 
But once you're like, no, I look gross or no, like I'm not feeling it or just talking shit about yourself. Like that's at, at a point that's going to get too much for me because I'm not in that mindset anymore. Yeah. Again, that's part of that journey. Just finding yourself and being yourself saying fuck the world. And there's, there's another thing I want to talk about because you've gone through it and it's something I don't think I could do. I've gone through it. So we've both been in relationships with people who have not approved of how we dress, whether it be me in a relationship and it was like, uh, I'm too revealing. Like, why are you wearing that? You look like a whore, blah, blah, blah. Or if it's just you looking like a thug and not liking it. Like, how do you think people should navigate that? Mm. And would you change? Would you change how you dress for someone? Did you and would you again? I don't know. The changing how I dress stuff was kind of forced on me. You know, I think that if it was approached differently and it was just like, hey, I think you might look good in this. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you just bought me some shit. And it was just like, yeah, I just bought you something for you to try on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just curious to see how you look in it. Like, when it comes to me, though, like, my my style is kind of just all over the place. I don't think I have a set style. You know? Yeah. I can wear the cargo pants. I can wear dicky pants. Dicky short. Dicky jumpsuits. Overalls. Overalls that are cut into shorts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit, wife beaters, t-shirts. Like yeah. you're off the wall sometimes, and that's fine. Like I, I don't dress to impress. I dress to be comfortable. So it's like whatever I feel like being comfortable in that day. And you feel yourself. Like yeah. if you f- are feeling yourself in an outfit, that's what you're meant to wear. I hate. I, I think that's one of my biggest peeves of relationships. I think it's different. I think. I don't know, bro. If you tell me what to wear, we're fighting. Yeah. Like, square the fuck up. Because I've been through that. If I want my titties out, I promise you I'm just going to have my titties out. I think I think the controlling what somebody wears is a red flag because that's just a sign of control. They're just trying to have some control over you and the situation. And they're not really liking you for you you know what i mean yeah no yeah no yeah i've always said it and i stand 10 toes down on it too the clothes and the shoes don't make the person the person wearing it is who that person is because i've said on previous podcasts i got a friend that wears everything new owns his own business make hundreds of thousands of years then I got another homie, look homeless, making the same amount of money, holes in his shoes, stains and holes in his clothes. And it's just like both of these individuals have successful businesses. Both of them honest people, trusting people. But you wouldn't tell it by the clothes. And they're just, for me, the clothes don't make the person. That's you judging somebody on the outside. You know what I mean? Right. I just feel like if you're comfortable and you like the way you look, fucking rock it. Like, you can tell that from a person. You can just feel that confidence and comfortability. 
I think the moment someone would be like, you're wearing that, I'm leaving. Like, I'm out. That's that's it for me. That's all you got to say is, you're going to wear that? Bitch, fight me. Fight me today, right now, while my titties are out, <laughs> while I have these short-ass shorts on. Like, Now, hey, I will say, though, one of my biggest green flags slash attractive things, turn on, you could call it, I guess, is when they're comfortable right off the bat with no makeup. Like, yeah. God dang, man. Like, because it's just like, this person ain't trying to impress. They're just being them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's more it. Like, just confidence. Yes. And, man, confidence is such an attractive trait to have. Yeah, for men opinion. and women. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I'm just... I'm not cocky with what I wear. Unless just you're disgusting. Confident. Like if you're like if you're wearing the same shit for a week because you feel good in it, like I'm gonna need you to wash it. <laughs> or if you're like, I'm not brushing my teeth, why do I need to brush my teeth? I'm fucking comfortable the way I am. I'm natural, blah blah blah. That, brush your fucking teeth. That dude. goes down to hygiene. <laughs> hygiene yeah, hygiene is an attractive trait to have, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a bitch that brushes her teeth <laughs> and 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 dudes hey for those that ain't educated in a woman okay m- most women may or may not shower every single day but the hair the hair does not get washed every single day it's every like two to three days, and that's because washing it every day can be damaging to their hair. You think guys are out there saying you didn't wash your hair, you nasty bitch? A lot of men do not know. No, that. a lot of men are dumb, but that's yeah. okay. Just and don't speak on it. Like if you don't why, know, don't speak on it. And that's why I'm here educating you. Like yo, don't speak on it. They know what the fuck they're doing. Okay. Like, I, my head's bald, and I already, like, I know what the fuck women be doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that was another thing, man. Like, I was unable to keep up with my head being shaved. Your baldness. Baldness, man. Like, I was unable to keep up with it. But on this on this me journey, it's just like, you know, I'm focused all the way down to keep my head shaved. Well, like, no, that's self-care. Yeah. That's self-care. Well, I put myself way on the back burner yeah for for this person you could tell yeah i was, I was not just by appearances but just attitude like your patience and it's just like man if you got kids and you're in a situation man you got to get out of that because i have noticed my kids just benefit so much from my mental and emotional state getting out of what I was in. If you're in a bad situationship, yeah, you were in a relationship, not a situationship. I, I mean, I I thought it was a relationship. I think it was more of a situationship for the other person, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I see I can see that. But no. Yeah, just I think it's just realizing if you're getting more negative or more positive. Like 
you're receiving a lot of negative things from this person. Like, you're in a fucking mood all the time. You're you're not managing your time well because you're people-pleasing. So your kids are losing out on time or they're getting a pissed-off person, a pissed-off parent because of this situationship. Like, realize that. Yeah. I really think, notice that. I think a lot of people don't realize how much another person can affect you emotionally like if you're sad you know people see that if this person's pissing you off all the time people see that and other people can sense that something's wrong you know what i mean i think a lot of people don't realize the trigger is the other person until they're out of that and that's what happened with me i didn't know because when we were together my moods were all over the fucking place. Like I was, I was depressed a lot. I was in a bad mood all the time. And I see that now that you were the trigger for me. You were my trigger of being unhappy. And I didn't know that because you're all I fucking knew. I just thought I was an unhappy person in fucking general. Like I thought that was just fucking me. (laughs) And like, you can't you can't even tell the other, your other partner that because this is like even when shit ended between us, I try to point all that shit out to you. I'm like, look at all the shit that I don't do for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But even then, I think you still struggle with seeing it. You know? Oh yeah, because we were in a long relationship. I mean, like I said, I've always been in a relationship and never a fucking good one. So comparing you to my lap, my relationship before you, you were fucking knight in shining armor. But now that I'm out of that relationship, I realized you weren't benefiting me much. Like you, like in the physical world, probably were benefiting me. But emotionally and mentally, it was just a fucking bonfire up in there. Yeah. Like, you weren't bringing out the best in me. I didn't feel like myself. I wasn't myself. It was just a lot of negative, like a dark fucking cloud. And now that that's over, it's just like you. Like, you're you're being yourself again. You're slowly coming out of the funk of a relationship that you weren't being yourself in. And now you can you can be yourself. You can find yourself. You can, you know what you like and you don't like. And that's what happened to me. And now look at me. I'm fucking amazing. I'm happy. Even on even on a bad day, I'm fucking happy. Like I can I can navigate myself through my emotions now. Yeah. Where it's not like fucking I'm dying inside. I can be like, yo, I'm just let me pull myself out of this real quick. Let me just have a moment to myself. Let me get out of it where when we were together, it wasn't that. It was just rage. Let me rage. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wasn't much of a rager. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ, but okay. Right. I'm ready to call this. I don't know about you. All right. You know what? I just, while you were talking, <laughs> I, I wrote down what I wanted to talk about next time. Oh, where's it at? Hold on, pause. 
pause. I lost it. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, financial abuse, mental abuse, and emotional abuse. Because I think a lot of people don't know what those look like. I do. Or understand <laughs> it. But no, we both know what it looks like because we've both been through it. Yeah. So not only with each other, but in past relationships. Yeah. So I think we're pretty, we're pretty good to talk about that. All right, guys. Until next time. Deuces. Later.